Hi, this is Emily. Welcome, friends. Follow me into a world of wonder, magic, and of course, fairy tales. So buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride as we explore the world of reading. Hello, listeners. Today I have a story about Christmas. See how giving to other people can be the best present of all. Also, I have a little poem called "We Thank Me." Hope you enjoy. By the way, I have a little surprise for you at the end of the show. Stay tuned. Waldo Emerson. For flowers that bloom about her feet, for tender grass so fresh, so sweet, for song of bird and hum of bee, for all things fair we hear or see, Father in heaven, we thank thee. For blue of stream and blue of sky, for pleasant shade of branches high, for fragrant air and cooling breeze, for beauty of the blooming trees, Father in heaven, we thank. Nellie's Wish by Arthur Maxwell. School was over. The holidays had begun. Everyone was looking forward to Christmas Day. How slowly the time seemed to pass! It seemed as if Christmas would never come. Outdoors, it was too cold to play, and indoors, there seemed nothing to do without getting in Mama's way. Oh, what shall we do? Said Nellie to her little sister Elsie. Let's write that letter to Santa Claus we were going to send him, if you like," said Nellie. "But do you know I believe Santa Claus is Daddy dressed up? Do you? Yes. Last Christmas I kept one eye open till someone came into my room to fill my stocking, and I'm sure it was Daddy in his bathrobe. Let's write the letter anyway, just to be sure," urged little Elsie. "Oh yes, that will be fun. What shall we ask him to send us?" Let's get some paper and a pencil first, so we don't forget anything. I'll run and get some," said Nellie, and off she went, coming back in a few minutes with enough paper for a very long letter. Since Elsie had just learned to write, it was agreed that she should write the letter, while Nellie sat by to tell her how to spell the words. Before you begin, let's try to think of what we would like the most," said Nellie. So they talked it over very seriously, and came to the conclusion that they wanted a large number of things. Elsie was sure she needed a box of paints, a baby doll, a doll buggy, a ball, lots of candy, oranges and apples, and a music box. Nellie had bigger ideas. She wanted a bike, some picture books, a big box of chocolate candy, and above all else, a doll that could talk and close its eyes. I really don't think he will be able to carry them all," said Nellie. "Oh, I do," said Elsie. "He has a big bag." "Yes, and there's no harm in putting them all down." So they did. Being very careful as she wrote, Elsie wrote the letter, underlining all the things they especially wanted. At last, the letter was finished and ready to be placed into an envelope. 
Nellie read it over, all the way from Dear Santa Claus down to Hoping to See You Soon. Then she gave a little sigh. <sighs> Why? What's the matter? asked Elsie. Nellie was silent a moment, then she said, I think this is a very rather selfish letter. Why? Because we have asked for things only for ourselves. There is not one thing for anyone else. You're right. What should we do? Will we need to write the letter all over again? Oh no, that would take too long. Why not add a postscript? What's that? Just a few words at the bottom. All right. What should we say? I would like to see some of the other children at school get some nice things like those we have asked for. So would I. There's Kitty Gordon, said Nellie. She's such a nice girl, but her mother is so poor that I don't think she will get any Christmas presents. Won't she really? I don't think so. Then let's ask for something nice to be taken to her. I'm sure she would like a pretty doll, too. Yes, said Nellie. Let's write that down. Then the letter will be all right, I think. So Elsie carefully added the words, Please see that Kitty Gordon gets a beautiful doll. Then they folded up the letter, put it into the envelope, stuck a stamp on it, and handed it to their mother, asking her to mail it for them. Christmas morning came, and with it all the glorious fun of opening the stockings and examining the presents that were piled up beside their beds. Nellie and Elsie were as happy as children could be, shrieking with delight as each package was opened, and they found something for which they had asked in their letter. Of course they did not get everything that they had asked for, but it seemed as if they had been sent the things they wanted most of all. But there was one thing wrong, at least so far as Nellie was concerned. She did not say anything about it till she had opened all her packages. Then she began to look just a little bit worried. She turned all the tissue paper over again and again and looked under the bed, even in the closet, but in vain. The thing she had wanted most of all was not there. What's the matter, Nellie? asked Elsie. Haven't you got enough things? Oh, Elsie, said Nellie. I know I have some very nice things, but it's not here. What do you mean? Oh, I really did want a doll. Maybe Santa took one to Kitty Gordon instead of you. Perhaps so, sighed Nellie, but I didn't really mean him to do that. Hardly had she said it when she realized how mean it was. She had all these beautiful things, and most likely Kitty had nothing. All day she felt unhappy about it, and in the midst of all the play with her new toys, she kept thinking about her friend Kitty. In the evening, Nellie and Elsie went out to a party that was being given by the people next door. There were several other little girls there, and they had a fine time together. After refreshments, they all went into another room, and in the center of the room was a tall Christmas tree covered with presents and little colored lights. It was very pretty to look at. But the thing which took Nellie's attention the most was a beautiful doll perched right on top of the tree. Her heart beat fast as she thought that perhaps now her great wish was to be granted. They played all kinds of games near the tree, and at last the presents were distributed. Only one thought was in Nellie's mind. Who was going to get the doll? Impatiently she waited and waited while every other child received a gift. Now there was just one thing left on the tree. It was the doll. This, said the lady, is for Nellie, said all the other children, for they saw that she had nothing from the tree so far. Nellie blushed and jumped up from the seat. Taking the doll from the lady, she hugged it tightly to herself while everyone clapped. Then a strange thing happened. 
Nellie was walking back to her seat when suddenly she turned quite white and pointing to the window cried, Oh, look! Everybody looked, but there was nothing to be seen. The shades were up, but outside all was dark and still. What was it? cried all the children. It was Kitty Gordon. She was looking in through the window, and I'm sure she had been crying. Well, I must go at once to see. And without another word, Nellie rushed to the front door and ran out without waiting to put on her coat. Far down the street under a light, Nellie thought she saw a little figure. Kitty! she cried out. Kitty, come here! But Kitty went on, and Nellie had to run the whole length of the street before she caught up with her. Oh, Kitty, she panted. I have brought you something. Please do stop and take it. Kitty stood there in the street looking in amazement at the wonderful things she held in her arms. It was a doll that could shut its eyes and say, Mama. For me? she asked. Yes, yes, for you, replied Nellie. I want you to have it most of all. Then she turned and ran back to the house, feeling happier than she had ever felt in her whole life. The end. And the moral of the story is... The best gifts are those that you give from the heart. So, how did you like it? In the story, Nellie learned an important lesson of sharing. We need to be like her and realize that sometimes giving is better than getting. Now it's time for our surprise. you to hear it. Think of it as your Christmas present from me to you. Well, that's all for now.